And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce one more short address before we begin a general discussion among our panelists. This man was graduated Phi Beta Kappa from Amherst College and did graduate work in English and theology at the University of Missouri, Andover, and Harvard. He was soon called to become professor of English in the distinguished Earlham College, where he lectured to enthusiastic and crowded classes for over 40 years. He is author of 11 major volumes of poetry, rated by Robert Frost, Max Eastman, Taylor Caldwell, and others as among America's very best. He is a unique man. A great man. Here is, uh, since I have you captive, here is, uh, here is an example of the sort of man he is. This is E. Merrill Root writing Will and Testament. When I am dead, this be my will and codicil. To earth I do bequeath and give my fugitive obstreperous flesh for flour and wheat blithely to eat. My bones enduring tracery I leave to be exhibit labeled categoric man, prehistoric. Having no need of it past death, I give my breath to air that is the bird's abode and the sun's road. The world, her maytime trees that loom white hills of bloom, her bluebirds like winged iris shaken where buds awaken, her cloud deep skies or daisy thicket shading the cricket I leave to any who like me has eyes to see. I give if it persists my song to bless and throng the swift twelve winds of the world that fly through all the sky, blown a winged thistle seed of sound toward its own ground. I yield the love that tortured me with ecstasy to any strong enough to bear joy of despair. As for my joy itself, I deed it to all who need it, hitchhikers, seedy and too gray, or dogs astray, at whom the careless hand has thrown the careful stone. Sadness that made my young heart grave, I give to save all of earth's callous ones who go unhelped by woe, my loneliness to everyone who seeks the sun. To my lord Don Quixote, hurled against the world by his own nobleness to be men's mockery, I will my madness to increase his tragic peace. My cowardice I keep, of such men have too much. To scholars for inheritance my ignorance, pure darkness, eager for truth's white, amazing light. I deed my laughter to the wise to clear their eyes, and any surplus to a cow who knows how to moo and put a poker face over the world's grace, making by genial occult powers cream out of flowers. I give my anger and my hate to wake, though late, albino gentle souls that dwell meekly in hell. I will my lazy calm to bless their restlessness who take nine stitches to save one best left undone. I leave my strength to aid the rose against the snows, my patience to the snows that keep earth safe asleep. I give the dawn to the, for those to take who are awake. Last. I leave death, whatever he can hold of me. Ladies and gentlemen, Professor E. Merrill Root.
Mr. Scott Stanley, ladies and gentlemen, fellow Americans. We live in the age of the anti-hero. Today's strange uh, satanic forces of diabolic evil crawl on little centipede feet out of the darkness of Manson Alley. Uh, today, uh, strange, brash, uh, frizzle-haired creatures like sticks of ambulant dynamite waltz out of Angela Court. Uh, and uh, today, a strange candidate from that state where once uh, the Sioux were brave until the end, if I read his rhetoric aright, would pull down the stars and stripes and run up the white flag of compromise and surrender. And recently, uh, when uh, uh, certain young people, not all, not most fortunately, uh, when they were asked uh, if there were any American heroes uh, today, uh, they referred to these creatures, and they even mentioned uh, a pirate of the air who hijacked an airplane, who blackmailed an airline, who parachuted down over the Oregon mountains uh, with a half a million dollars. Uh, we live indeed in the age of the anti-hero. And how in such an age uh, shall we find, where can we find uh, the true American hero? Well, in the first place, he must be really American. Now, that is not an easy and a superficial thing. You can't just take an American flag in your hand and wave it. That isn't enough. You must somehow absorb uh, the very psyche of the continent in which we live. You know, every great continent has a soul of its own. And we must somehow absorb uh, this continent with its fiercer and more golden lightnings, with its hurricanes, uh, with their peril and their power, the amplitude of the prairies, the might and majesty of the Father of Waters. Uh, the the uh, gray rocks where the Atlantic is fractured on the coasts of Maine. The Sierras lifting their spears of granite or of snow uh, toward the stars. We must absorb these things and we must live in and love our continent. No matter how we are hurt, no matter how great our gifts, we must not flee to some distant Europe. Uh, we must not be a, a James McNeil Whistler. Uh, we must not be a Henry James. We must not be an Ezra Pound. We must not uh, peace to Russell Kirk. We must not even be a T.S. Eliot. Uh, we must live in and we must love uh, this continent of ours. And if we do that, we will become American in spirit. By that I mean uh, we will be individual, we will be rugged, we will be strong. The first biographer of the great Israel Putnam uh, said of him that Putnam was one who stood alone and collected within himself. Alone and collected within himself. That is the American spirit. And the great American painter Winslow Homer, at the very close of his life, said, All is lovely outside my house and within my house and in myself. Now that did not mean he put on rose-colored glasses. It did not mean he was blind to the evil. 
The American hero today knows well the conspirators. He knows well the insiders. He does, does not deny them. But he has within himself harmony, integrity, a vision, a wisdom, and courage. And so he can say truly, all is lovely inside my house and within myself. I think the American hero today uh, is not like uh, the weather vane that is blown hither and thither by the fickle winds of all the world. Rather, he is like the sun, the sun that shines unshaken across the winds of all the world. Our ancestors used to place uh, upon our barns and our houses the gilded weather vanes like the horses of the wind. And they were useful. They, they showed which way the winds were blowing. But all the time the sun, the sun was shining unshaken across the winds of all the world. And so it is with the American hero, uh, a George Washington, a, a General George Patton, a uh, General Douglas MacArthur, uh, the late uh, Senator Robert Taft. They were not blown to and fro by the fickle winds of all the world. They shone across the winds unsha unshaken. And so it is today. A Robert Welch is not blown here and there by the winds. He shines across the winds unshaken. A Scott Stanley is not blown hither and thither by the winds of all the world. He stands unshaken. And in politics that... Uh, uh, great that statesman, uh, Congressman John G. Schmitz is. is not blown to and fro by the winds of all the world. He shines across them, uh, unshaken like the sun. Recently, I wrote a little poem, uh, which. Uh, I hope expresses something of the spirit uh, of the American hero, and I venture to, to read it. I called it uh, Winds and the Sun. Over the earth men set their weather vanes to tell which way the zigzag winds are blowing. Always the pliant horses of the air point to the moment where the wind is flowing. Ever the golden horses of the vein turn, veer, and yield to the wind's fickle courses. Where the winds go, where the winds veer and go, faster you gallop, all you fool's gold horses. But I, no yes man, disregard the winds. Steadfast I seek the, su the sun whence the days awaken. Whoever pours the one eternal dawn, across the winds of all the world unshaken. And that is the spirit of the American hero. Uh, that is what we need. Now, of course, we have to say uh, that uh, the American hero uh, does not stand alone and collected within himself alone. He sees beyond himself uh, something else. He knows Unlike the liberals, the collectivists, the relativists, the existentialists, uh, that uh, 
Existence does not come first. Essence comes first. As Christ said, my kingdom is not of this world. Man is not the measure of all things. God measures nature. God measures man. There is a world above and beyond this world of ours. There is a world of the spirit. There is an, abs an absolute and eternal world. There is a world in which beauty and truth and right abide and endure. And the American hero knows that, and he draws his strength from that. Uh, he relies upon this greater world, this world that is beyond. God is the measure of all things. And because the American heroes know this, they know very well what uh, the Latin poet Horace meant uh, when he wrote uh, some famous lines. I'll quote first in the Latin and then translate them. Horace wrote, Et si fractus syllabator orbis impavidum ferient ruinae, which translated reads, even if the globe is fractured beneath them, intrepidly they stand within the ruins. Now the American heroes do not wish the globe to be fractured. They will do all they can that it will not be. But even if it should be, they will stand intrepid within the ruins. There is your American hero. And you know today, Will the liberals, the collectivists, the relativists, the existentialists, uh, they reverse Isaiah. They give us ashes for beauty. They give us the weary blues for the oil of joy. Uh, they give to us uh, the spirit of heaviness for the garments of praise. But objectively, your American hero would indeed restore to us a beauty for ashes, the oil of joy uh, for our grief, uh, the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And that is why I think uh, we should try to write, uh, well, Beatitudes uh, for the American hero. Beatitudes uh, for the, uh, the heroes uh, who may save America. One can say uh, of them, blessed are the American heroes, for they bring joy to the, gener to the generations. Blessed are the American heroes, for they turn the insiders inside out. <laughs> blessed are the American heroes, for they set the politician uh, in his proper place in the cycle, cycles of Dante's hell. Blessed are the American heroes, for their new brooms may sweep clean the cobwebs of the conspiracy. Blessed are the American heroes, for they are as suns shining. Thank you.